Hi everyone, and welcome to the Mark Hastings Experience. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the latest episode of uh, the animated uh, Star Wars uh, Disney Plus TV show, The Bad Batch. And today I'm going to be talking about episode 9, uh, entitled Bounty Lost, which picks up uh, right after the events of the last episode, in which the um, the bounty hunter, uh, the reputed uh, bounty hunter Cad Bane, uh, abducted uh, Omega uh, from the Bad Batch and uh, he is now on his way to um, delivering Omega uh, who is now imprisoned on his ship um, back to the uh, Kaminoans uh, on Kamino who um, had um, put out a bounty on Omega uh, so that she could be uh, returned to Camino, and um, right at the beginning of the the episode, uh, we pick up with uh, the Bad Batch, who uh, have absolutely no idea where uh, Omega uh, is now being taken. Um, they have no idea where Cad Bane is, because um, basically now they're trying to get away from. Um, uh, from Crosshair, their former um, team member, former member of the, the Bad Batch, who um, is now working for the, the new Empire uh, because his inhibitor chip inside his brain has been literally turned up to 11. He is now uh, um, bad, the bad guy in a sense, but really he's not a bad guy because he's hunting his friends, his former teammates, but you just know that he, he, he's being made to do this. He, he didn't want to do this. It's not his choice. The inhibitor chip in his brain is making him do things and say things that, you know, he, he's just done a complete uh, 180 on his, on his friends and his teammates. Uh, but if he had his inhibitor chip taken out, you know, um, I don't think he would be um, as gung ho about gunning down his uh, his teammates, and he's now badly uh, he's bandaged up. And he's obviously badly damaged from the events of the last episode. Um, but he um, he, as I say, he continues his pursuit of the bad batch. But the bad batch are able to jump away into light speed and get away from from crosshair um so we leave that part of the the story we, we have no idea what's going to happen when we're going to see crosshair again but uh, it's probably um an easy guess to say that uh, the next time we see crosshair he will have been through um he would have returned to camino um he would have gone through some kind of um uh, rehabilitation um, and uh, I'm assuming the Kaminoans will uh, analyze his inhibitor chip and 
probably try and uh, turn it up even further than they already have done and of course try and you know uh, um, make him uh, as physically able as uh, he was um, but yeah so that's it with Crosshair he's kind of a tragic character because he's being made to do all these things um, but you know when he starts firing at the Bad Batch you can't help and when he starts saying things like kill the girl meaning uh, referring to Omega you're just like oh I, I, you know you should feel sorry for the character of Crosshair but when he says things like that you're just like nah you can't be doing that you know that's um, you you he's, you know he's, that's why he's, he's a tragic character he's a good character um who has been turned bad um so he's another version he's another bad bad of the bad, bad batch but he's he's turned against the bad batch um so yeah i suppose in the end you know he will be a character who will be seen as the one um the sacrifice you know he sac he was um turned against his teammates but then in the end perhaps he'll come to his senses he'll perhaps take well most likely have his inhibitor chip taken out and he'll turn to his former friends former teammates and he'll be like i'm sorry i it made me do it i couldn't stop myself from doing it you know as we saw in the episode with Rekka when he his inhibitor chip activated he you know he recounted uh that he, he you know he couldn't help it he was even though he may have struggled against it, he was physically un unable to stop. Uh, yes, yeah, so the Bad Batch get away, and um, they continue to try and look for a way to um, to track Omega uh, and Cad Bane, um, um, who we find out um, was uh, given this mission by the Kaminoans, as I said, to retrieve Omega. And when uh, Tech, uh, one of the Bad Batch, does some uh, digging into um, the Kaminoan um, database, he discovers that Omega, um, and he informs the rest of the Bad Batch, that Omega is an unmodified um, clone of Django Fett. Uh, meaning that she is um, a pure source of material uh, from Django Fett, um, who was the original um, physical um, example um, for all of the clones uh, of um, of the army that was created by the Kaminoans. Um, and before this, uh, we only knew of one other clone. Um, who, in fact, was the considered the son of Django Fett, who was the the pure, had the purest um, uh, version of Django Fett's DNA, and that is, of course, Boba Fett. And Boba Fett, we we saw first in um, the Star Wars film Attack of the Clones, and this is when it was it, it was um, it was explained by. Um, the, the Kaminoan uh, character Tom Way that um, uh, Django Fett's the only thing that Django Fett asked for um, 
so that the chameleons could use his genetic material was that he have an unaltered clone which would grow at a more natural rate um, and as you know if you're familiar with the character of Boba Fett you know um, uh, who's first introduced in uh, Star Wars um, the Empire Strikes Back film um, you know he has grown uh, over time uh, from a small boy to when we see him in Attack of the Clones to you know when we now when we've recent most recently seen him in um, uh, the Mandalorian uh, season two uh, so um, uh, Boba uh, who is um, described as the alpha um, clone the first unaltered clone and Omega she is an unaltered clone she is unmodified or we that's what we're, we're led to believe but of course uh, Omega has blonde hair whereas Boba had uh, darker hair just as uh, Jango Fett had uh, black hair so it still remains to be seen who Omega is if she has any um, any enhancements um, within her but she appears to be an unaltered clone in the, in the fact that she grows at a natural rate so um, I've seen um, some speculation I've heard some speculation that there is a potential that she may turn up in um, the book of Boba Fett which is a, uh, a spin-off a limited TV show of um, The Mandalorian that's going to be coming out at the end of this year around Christmas time uh, 2021 so potentially she could turn up in that uh, or as could uh, the bounty hunter Cad Bane which would be great to see um, but yeah it's very interesting that, uh, that you know uh, essentially Boba and Omega are brother and sister uh, as well as um, clones of Django Fett. Um, and, but as I say, at this point, the, the Bad Batch really don't care uh, how uh, Omega came to be. They just care about what happens to Omega because they're very close. It's kind of very much like a father-daughter relationship between Hunter and, and Omega and a brother sister between Wrecker and Omega so they're like a family unit um, yes as I was saying the Kaminoans they put the bounty out on um, Omega uh, primarily um, because um, they want her returned uh, because um, essentially they do, they they don't care about Omega or um, uh, Lama Su um, uh, who is the um, the uh, the leader of the communes he doesn't care she he cares more about the pure genetic material within Omega's biology but he doesn't care about Omega the person um, whereas uh, Nala Say um, she uh, who is a female queen and she worked very closely with uh, in fact Omega was her uh, personal assistant 
um, and it's been um, it's been um, postulated um, uh, said that perhaps um, Omega uh, was kind of like a side project for Nala say maybe she 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 definitely knows more about Omega than anybody and the fact that she allowed Omega to go with a bad batch and to not be killed and you know it shows that she really just care about um omega uh which is interesting and it's interesting to see that there are these different factions in the communions you know you've got um um you know you've got uh, lama su who he's just thinking about the money thinking about the cloning he doesn't care about the clones he just cares about you know um getting uh some kind of financial reward perhaps but um yeah it doesn't matter who they are who they've developed into be it's their genetic material that is the most precious um because uh over time uh, as i think was explained in the first episode of the bad batch they had stretched the genetic material of Django fett so much that it was now depleted um and the only real we now, we now discover now is the only real uh pure source of Django Fett's genetic material now that he's dead is either Boba Fett who is nowhere to be seen he's off on his own adventures hanging out with uh bounty hunters of his own at this point uh and then you've got Omega uh and she has left uh Kamino uh she's been rescued essentially from the by the bad batch so that's why she's so um she's so essential to the Kaminoans and that's why they're so desperate to get her back um but yeah that the, there's a difference of opinion between Lamasu and um Tom Wei uh Tom Wei is really just working for Lamasu and she just uh she's a character that was was seen in the uh Star Wars Attack of the Clones film uh, who explains to Obi-Wan Kenobi when he goes to Kamino, um, when we first found out about Kamino, um, about Jango Fett and about Boba Fett and where um, the clones came from. And we first discovered uh, about who the clones of the Clone Wars are uh, and who they would be. Um, but yeah, so Cad Bane uh, makes a, um, a deal, he's made a deal with the Kaminoans. Um, he is going to uh, rendezvous um, with uh, Tom Way on the um, the cloud world of uh, Boravio, uh, which looks very reminiscent of the Cloud City um, from uh, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, but it um, it looks to be an abandoned. Um, these abandoned facilities, these floating facilities that look very Kaminoan. Uh, it's kind of like I've seen someone refer to it like the Kami on Camino, as it's referred uh, to. Um, it's basically an ocean world uh, where you have these similar structures um, coming out from the water, whereas um, the planet uh, on Boravio, where all these Camino facilities are, they're among the clouds. Um, but uh, yeah, really gave um, some very, um, very 
powerful um, Cloud City, uh, you know, Lando, Calrissian's uh, um, uh, gas uh, mining facility uh, vibes. Um, yeah, so Cad Bane's on his way there, uh, but also on his ship at the time, uh, Omega is trying everything she can to try and get out of her holding cell. Uh, she's trying to um, uh, explain to uh, Toto 360, which is um, Cad Bane's uh, droid, um, who has been damaged uh, following um, trying to get away from the Bad Batch. Um, she's trying to uh, um, trying to explain to Toto that she can help him. Uh, get make his repairs because she made similar repairs in the past to droids um, and eventually uh, Toto releases her so that uh, she can help him uh, get repaired um, but uh, yeah she uh, she eventually uh, knocks him out um, and um, she tries anything she can to try and find her communicator so that she can meet, communicate with the Bad Batch but She's eventually discovered by um, Cad Bane and um, put back in a cell. Um, and eventually they, they make it to the planet of Borovio. Uh, however, um, uh, Nala Say, um, she, we find out that she was the one who um, uh, sent uh, Fennec Shand to uh, retrieve Omega, but she, um, Fennec Shand, uh, who we first got introduced to uh, in The Mandalorian, who are now getting a backstory to um, in, in The Bad Batch, she uh, had previously tried to um, take um, Omega into custody, but now we find out that she had, Fennec Shand is trying to help Omega and wants her to continue to survive um, um, because Nala Say wants Omega to survive because she has obviously got very uh, um, connected to her over the, over, the, over the years that they've been working together. Um, whereas, um, you know, uh, Lama Su, the male Kaminoan, he doesn't care about Omega, he just cares about her genetic, her genetics basically. So we've got two bounty hunters um, who've been uh, deployed by the two Kaminoans. One has doesn't care if they're brought back dead or alive. Um, one who's trying to protect them. Um, and this leads to a face-off between Cad Bane, the reputed um, bounty hunter uh, who we've, we've seen in episodes of the, of the Clone Wars is highly capable uh, very uh, characteristic of a, a western um, cowboy you could, if, you, if you want to refer to him like that um, and he's a really cool looking blue character uh, alien character he has red eyes he has a, a, a wide brimmed hat he's dressed in like a, a, a you know a, a brown duster kind of a western kind of a vibe to him and he's a really cool character and he goes up against Fennec Shand, who is also a reputed assassin slash bounty hunter. And 
the fight that they have, um, and even though it's animated, was really, really well done. Really realistic, really um, tense, um, really exciting, um, really well done. Yeah, really captivating as well, seeing these two go up against one another. And, um, yeah, as I say, uh, they're, 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 they're two bounty hunters who have been deployed to get the same, the same character same person omega but for different reasons and we are still discovering we still yet to discover the real reason we, we slowly but surely every episode we're getting these little drips of information about what is so special about omega now we find out in this episode that she's the pure one of the the only two pure uh versions of Django fett's genetic material remains to be seen whether there's anything else about Omega, whether she is perhaps force sensitive, but there is something definitely different about Omega and uh, we still have yet to um, find out really, I think, m more about her, something that is at the heart of her and something that um, perhaps maybe she is, it is just the fact, they want her just the fact that um, she is the pure version of Django Fett's genetic material, and that um, um, Nala Say has become very attached to Omega um, since they've been working together. But yeah, there's some tense uh, moments when uh, Omega, in fact, gets away from Cad Bane and um, uh, Toto 360, and you know she she runs um through some corridors and eventually finds herself next to some green tanks which have these um these uh very uh alien looking very you know the the quintessential um gray looking big-headed alien um anthropomorphic figures in these tanks that uh i and um a lot of people instantly got the vibe that is this you know uh snoke from um the last jedi and uh from the star wars sequel trilogy but of course you know everybody i've seen this also mentioned that anybody anytime anybody ever sees a figure in a, a glass tank and they're anything to do with cloning it automatically makes them think about snoke because you know but i think um chronologically um, it doesn't make, it's not, the, the car, it, I don't think you can make that connection, but they, it, essentially, the, it, it just, it's just an example of how the Kaminoans have been into cloning, they've been cloning people and individuals for many years, so if anybody's going to be cloning anybody or if, um, any technology, um, any successful technology is going to be developed. It's going to be developed as a result of the Kaminoans' technology. Um, but uh, yeah, so as I say, we get to learn more. We're going to learn more about the Kaminoans, I think, about their intentions post the Clone Wars, and we're also going to find out what happens to them eventually, as well as the the clones. But yeah, as I say, great. Uh, fight between Fennec Shand, who's trying to protect Omega, uh, against Cad Bane, who does get knocked out. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Tom Way, uh, who's a character from uh, Star Wars: The Clone um, Attack of the Clones, 
meets her demise um, in this uh, episode, um, and um, eventually Omega, using her own um, skills and intellect and the things, that, some of the things that she's picked up over the over the the time that she spent with the Bad Batch, she's able to get to a communication con a console and activate it and send out a uh, a message which the Bad Batch are able to um, to receive and they're able to track back to um, Bora Vio and uh, Omega gets into an escape pod and she tries to get away from the Camino facility um, and eventually she um, is uh, rescued uh, a, a ship um, grabs a hold of the, her uh, her pod and the first face that Omega sees is that of Wrecker and uh, she's eventually uh, returned to her new family um, of uh, the Bad Batch and um, it's a really uh, really sweet um, moment when they're reunited um, and it's great that they didn't um, stretch it out too long I like the fact that the Bad Batch, it wasn't like a, you know, a multi-episode um, quest to go and try and retrieve Omega, that, that that she was kidnapped, and then in this episode they retrieved her, and because I think that's what makes this series so special, is um, having Omega as a part of the Bad Batch, which she now is, and um, yeah, it's uh, really sweet, and... Um, yeah, it remains to be seen. You know, there's some speculation, as I, as I referred to, that potentially Omega may survive this series, but the Bad Batch may not, and she'll be perhaps the only um, member of the Bad Batch that may survive, and perhaps we'll pick up her story in the book of Boba Fett, um, which will be really cool to see. Um, and of course, she would be played by an older. She would look older. Um, but yeah, I suppose the, there's a lot of potential there. But we, at this point, and the Bad Batch, we're still discovering who Omega is, what's so special about her, and um, yeah, what's going to happen to the Bad Batch, and what's going to happen to Crosshair, um, what's going to happen to the clones. Um, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress and every episode every week we learn more that we we get an even more detailed explanation about the different steps and how essentially the the republic um uh changed into the galactic empire and it wasn't done overnight even though uh in some parts it seems as if you know they they were waiting for the moment to just flick the switch of the the clones so that they would carry out order 66 and start eliminating the jedi and that was just one part of the plan of converting the 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 galaxy into a, an empire that converting the republic into an empire all orchestrated by um chancellor palpatine of course but um yeah this one one of the great things about this series the bad batch is that just as the the Clone Wars did for um, Attack of the Clones, it, you know, it, it, uh, the Clone Wars acts like a bridge between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, and we get to see the three years in between those two films, 
we get a more detailed explanation about who the clones of the Clone Wars were that were for, that was first referred to back in the original Star Wars in 1977 by Obi-Wan Kenobi when he was talking about himself and Anakin Skywalker fighting in the Clone Wars and um, yeah it's, it's great that the Clone Wars was able to scratch that itch and give us some more detail about the clones and what happened in the Clone Wars and now the Bad Batch is doing that it's serving as a bridge between the Clone Wars and uh, Star Wars Rebels TV, uh, the animated TV show, as well as the original trilogy of films, and showing, you know, how the the clones of the clone army uh, were basically phased out. They were used um, to, uh, to for a purpose, and then they'll eventually be um, phased out uh, in in favor of a conscripted army who um, were not clones um, but yeah so it just adds more detail and you know I've seen um, some fans refer to you know that some people they don't watch any of the animated TV shows and they just watch the films and live action and they consider that is the proper storyline that's the canon that they 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 uh, they, they know but um, the that they all people all said that you that's great if you if you if that's all you want to focus on is the films then that's great then you can enjoy star wars just as it is from those live action films but if you take the time to invest in some of the books and the novels that have been written about the characters that are considered canon and if you watch the t the episodes of the tv shows then you will gain an even more rich and detailed um perception and uh, and um, learn more about the the inner um, DNA of the of Star Wars and how, how certain characters connect to one another and um, that's what I, I, I like the best about the animated TV series is that they they give um, they give more um, more depth you know they're, they're, they're like an expanded universe um they're, they're an expansion on certain phrases certain things that you might have heard and they just um elevate and if you they they're, they're there in case you need want to know more about certain things that happened and uh yeah who knows what else we're going to find out in the bad batch um um uh, but it's really, really interesting, really exciting, and uh, yeah, you know, every week, every Star Wars fan um, that I've uh, heard of uh, and that I've, I've, I listen to on a regular basis are uh, are champing at the bit to know more about these characters and to watch every episode and go over every detail um, of every episode when it's released because you know it's so well written so well produced so well animated so well acted um and it adds so much to the, the story and the enjoyment and when you go back to watch some of the other episodes of some of the other series or some of the other t the other the movies of the the different uh trilogies you know you can see certain things that um 
may refer back to or um, have a, you know a similarity to what has done, been done before because that's one thing that you you notice in the Star Wars uh, galaxy of stories is that things repeat over and over again you know they create a super weapon every uh, several years you know several decades there's a super weapon there's cloning there's of course the force the Jedi the Sith you know they some things never die they just come back they just get reinterpreted or uh, uh, and yeah and as as you know the famous line of George Lucas says you know it's like poetry it rhymes and that's been overused uh, a lot by uh, by some to explain it but it's true that's what the Star Wars galaxy souls universe is it's poetry it rhymes things situations characters they just get uh, uh, reused um, but in a different way uh, but that's cool that's uh, and I like that but there's as I say there's so much depth and there's reason for it and I like the fact that it all interconnects with one another or the storylines or they, they attempt to in any case but yeah so yeah as I was saying another great episode uh, can't wait to watch the the next week's episode I'm sure it's going to be um, a start of an of a new storyline especially for the Bad Batch and an Omega as well as continue the the storyline going forward of um, the Bad Batch being tracked and Omega um, being um, and others perhaps other bounty hunters attempting to try and kidnap Omega and take her back to Kamino but I also um, heard a theory that perhaps um, I was listening to uh, um, The Clone Zone which is a podcast uh, made by um, the one of the best Star Wars uh, YouTube channels, uh, which is Star Wars Explained. Really great uh, channel if you haven't, if you want to know anything about Star Wars or listen to a great podcast um, or you know um, tune in, uh, you know more or less every day to to get some Star Wars content. Star Wars Explained, which is um, you know hosted. Um, uh, by Alex and Molly on there, they're really great. They're a great uh, couple um, on there. They know their Star Wars, you know, back back and front. Um, they're really informative, really uh, enlightening, um, and they they yeah, they're really really good couple. And uh, their channel is really great. And on uh, the the latest episode of their podcast, um, the Clone Zone, you know, they um, they spoke about um, how. You know, at the end of the episode, the end of this episode, uh, Hunter says that said to Omega, you know, you won't have to go back. I promise, you'll never have to go back to Camino. And it was speculated on the Clone Zone uh, by Star Wars Explained that potentially in the end, maybe it will be um, Omega who will um, um, will say that they have to go back to Camino. it won't be that they will, she will be forced to go back there by the Bad Batch by, and by Hunter she will um, choose to go back it will be her her choice um, to save Crosshair um, which I think is really cool uh, but yeah but yeah so I think I'm going to leave it there for now 
and uh, just want to say um, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. And may the force be with you. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon